You're listening to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry. Whether you are a priest, lay leader, church member, or family member, it's not your job to change or to fix others. Your job is to love them. It's God's job to do the rest. Welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. My, I'm Daniel, and I'm speaking before Allie today because this is a different kind of episode for a different kind of topic. Today, we're tackling the most challenging topic that we can think of. And this quote that I just read from David Prosen's book is a starting place for us. This series is LGBTQ+. And to be honest, we're more than nervous to touch this topic. Our pastor and our staff are nervous for us. Our archdiocese is probably nervous too. We're nervous because no matter what we say, you're probably going to feel strongly. Within our own parish, even within our own staff, people land on opposite sides of the social, theological, and political spectrum. Some people will say that we need to be more liberal. Some people will say that we need to be more conservative, but few people will be without an opinion. No matter where you land, we ask you to stick with us. Here's why we're doing this. Every youth ministry and every church is staring the LGBTQ question in the face. There's plenty of opinions. There's plenty of church teaching. There's plenty of prescriptions for what society needs, but there's not much when it comes to what to do for that one teen who comes to you with tears in their eyes and says they're gay or transgender or that they're struggling mightily with who they are. Even if we were equipped with all the theology in the world, we still haven't been prepared enough for that person and that moment. And so we're going to start there with that one teen, a teen that we often call Timonium Timmy, because LGBTQ is not a problem. It's a person. And that's why we need to talk about it. So more than a normal episode, we're taking this series seriously, and we hope that you will too. We're going to go there together And we're not getting up from this table until we've at least started the conversation that needs to keep going and going. Now, Allie, you always start by asking what I'm loving. Usually I answer some book or app or food, but today I'm loving this quote from David Prosen the most. Whether you are a priest, lay leader, church member, or family member, it's not your job to change or fix others. Your job is to love them. It's God's job to do the rest. Allie, what are you loving? Whew, okay. <laughs> we jumped right in there. Jeez. How do, what do I say after that? We are diving in. I was going to say that I was loving Kevin James's new stand up on Netflix, <laughs> but I don't think that lighthearted. We got, went a couple, a little deep there. So I'm going to say that I am loving that quote too, because I am. I absolutely love it. I love the message there. I love the reminder there. Yeah. Well, we only have a car ride's worth of car content here, Ali, <laughs> so there's no time to waste. <laughs> Very true. And there's no time to waste with our ministry to teens because they care deeply. They might care about this topic for a variety of reasons. They might care because they identify as LGBTQ+. They might care because they have friends or family who identify as LGBTQ+. They might care because LTG. 
LG. This is going to be a tongue twister. It is. We're going to have to say it a lot. LGBTQ plus people and ideas are part of their daily experience. They might care because they have strong political leanings. They might care because they want to know what the church teaches. Or they might care because they want to know where you stand. But anyway you slice it, the majority of your teens care. And if we choose to stay silent, we are losing credibility. We are abdicating our authority to speaking about things that matter. If all we do is tell teens to go to mass and stay away from sin, we're not speaking into their lives. Jesus offers hope and redemption for every part of our lives. That includes difficult social issues like this one. He's bigger than our debates. He is bigger than the issues of the day. He is more aware than any person about what's happening around us. He knows every person intimately, LGBTQ plus or not, and he wants the fullness of grace and truth for every person. So here is what we're going to do, try to do this series. We're going to talk about some of our experiences, our failures and successes, conversations that we've had and conversations that have never happened, but we wish they had. We're going to reference a few books. We're going to talk about what we see and hear and interpret from our vantage point in ministry at Nativity. We're going to examine church teaching. We're going to look at how young people react to church teaching. We're going to share our thoughts on how to talk to young people individually and in small groups and large groups. And we're going to do our best to not be afraid. And you're probably going to disagree with some of what we say and agree with other parts. And that's okay because this is complex. Sexuality and gender are complex. They're nuanced. They are gifts from God that continue to fascinate and confound us. In a car ride's worth of content, we can't do a full scriptural analysis of every text or lay out the content of every book or all that the church has to say. But what we can do is share what we've learned and are learning as we minister to teens. And we'll try to get as practical as we can so that wherever you are in this process and your thoughts in what you do in your church. You can get some ideas and thoughts on what to do next. And through it all, we're going to come back to that quote. Whether you are a priest, lay, lay person, leader, church member, or family member, it is not your job to change or fix others. Your job is to love them. It's God's job to do the rest. Nothing that we say or pray is going to fix people. We're not fixers. That's the role of Plumbers, electricians, and handymen, we're in the people business. We're fishers of people. Our job first and always is to love as Christ loves and share that with other the people that we serve. We do our best to move their hearts and shift their thinking and get them serving. We refer to this as engaging their head, heart, and hands. But it's ultimately up to that person to find faith on their terms. We often hear the term meeting someone where they're at in ministry. This is crucial with teens who have a personal investment in the LGBTQ plus issues. Timonium Timmy isn't looking for our opinion. He's looking for a savior that's bigger than any of the internal and external struggles he faces. It's privilege when Timmy comes to us, no matter what he's facing, to ask questions or sort through life. The first part of the quote is about what we can't do, fix people. But the rest of the quote gives us a directive on what we can do. The whole thing reads like this. Whether you are a priest, lay leader, church member, or family member, it's not your job to change or fix others. Your job is to love them. It's God's job to do the rest. Remember, compassion means to suffer with someone. This is part of authentic love. Jesus did this for us. He models what it means to love by carrying his cross for us. Walking in someone's pain and avoiding the temptation to take their pain away is very difficult. Yet all of us humans need 
our crosses. If we let him, God can use those crosses in amazing ways for our healing and salvation. We can't fix or change anyone except ourselves, but we can stand by others in their suffering and suffer with them. We can stand with others. That's our simple directive today. We'll link that book below if you want to keep reading. We can't abandon our teens or be afraid of what to say or saying the wrong things. We need to be brave and stand with them and suffer with them and above all, love them. And that's where we're going to stop today. So please come back next week when we'll continue this conversation talking about welcoming. Everyone wants to be welcoming, but it's not as easy as it sounds. So what does welcoming mean? How can you do it well? We're learning as we go. We hope that you will join us. Thanks so much for joining us today. We love each and every one of you very much. Please join us next time as we continue this difficult and important conversation.